privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, The Movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the one AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favourite film critic, Nico Duro, the silver screen dude! Hey screeners, how are you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. And me, Nico Lero. AKA Dumbo. The fuck you said? <laughs> I had to get it in somewhere. I had to get it in somewhere. We always have these Not weird tangents. Since I was ten. <laughs> Had to get it in somewhere. Um, my ass, the fucking former white tie guy, and he's calling me a fat fucker. <laughs> whoa, whoa, calling whoa, me whoa. Dumbo, like Dumbo, more for the name than the actual frame of an elephant. Just you call someone Dumbo. No, have you always related it to the animal? Yeah, the boy. elephant. Yeah, man. I would say Dumbo just because it's really dumb, like Dumbo. Oh, so you're saying I'm thick? I will school you, motherfucker. You probably, yeah, possibly. You, you how, how? 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 How is this? How is that label mine? One of us had to take it. You didn't draw for it. I pulled out the card. Hey, bang! No one had to take it. <laughs> we're talking Dumbo, are we not? We're talking about Dumbo. Dumbo's not present. He's not in the room with us. Listen, listen. listen. I believe elephants the, can the fly, elephant in the room. and I believe this <laughs> is fucked elephant up. In the room. But you know, we always have a weird and cheesy opening to link it in. So you didn't say anything about Dumbo, so I did. Hence there's a reason. There is no personal judgment. And here we find ourselves in a weird argument. That's what we do. <laughs> That's Sorry. what we do. So in case you hadn't realised, we're talking Dumbo. No, we're talking movies about animals, actually. Dumbo. Don't you feel good now? <laughs> <laughs> right. And the reason we're talking movies as animals is because maybe not in this room, but in a cinema room somewhere, there is a animal by the name of Dumbo. Dumbo. Right, there you go. We're talking Dumbo. I feel we actually maybe missed a trick on this. Because there's also something else we could talk about. Yeah. Animal related. Is that what we're talking? I wasn't, but the go Stephen on. King, Pet Cemetery. I don't know if oh, how many no, animals no, are no, in no, that. No, no. That's a good shout. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Also, also another reason to do animals, which actually kind of null and voids my point, because then it's two reasons to talk about animals. Okay. Right? Although Pet Cemetery- there, there's another one coming later on. It's not that. The- okay. that. Who's in Dumbo? Who stars in Dumbo? Michael Keaton. Yes. Might have been a good opportunity to do Michael Keaton. We'll save it for another time, but... Oh, God, when is the next time he's on TV? In, in the... Yeah, well, he's in the... Yeah, he honest, he's on yeah. all the time yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, but, yeah. But we need to we need to pay that man homage. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
for Fashal. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's done so much good stuff. We could have moved the animals till later on in the year, to be fair. Right, for... I suppose we could call it Lion King. No. Hey, we live and pause. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for tuning in. We'll come back next week. Yeah, we're going to just watch some Michael, Ke- Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton movies and come back to you guys. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it's not like we watched a load of animal movies in the build up to this. Exactly. Is it? Yeah, no, no. Two just, weeks yeah, worth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So, well, I think that's enough. Yeah, we kind of, about we, animals. We, yeah, we kind of messed up, but hey, we live, we learn. Small caveat to this list, though. We said no animations. Yeah. Just in case anyone's wondering, like, bad guess good. Not that he probably would have, but how? Why? Why? I'm just, no, I'm of just all saying, the movies with animals that are animated. You go there. Because the other one is live action and it's coming, and then the other one is probably on. Motherfucker, Disney! Yeah. Bambi! There's an animal, but the fucking Aristocats, the Lion King, the Jungle Book! A zillion animal, the fucking Robin Hood was a fox! True. You could have gone literally pulled any Disney movie and you went Madagascar? It's true. Angry Dumbo judges you. <laughs> we can work with that. We can work with that. So yeah, as you know, guys, if it's not fucking fancy- Dumbo was one of them. He's <laughs> a fucking anyway. Yeah, but we don't honour the one that's in. All right, fucking smart man. Yeah, carry on. So, as you know, guys, we if if it's not fan selected, we try to honour with what's in the cinema at the moment. We saw a fucking elephant on the poster as opposed to Michael Keegan on the poster and we fought animals. Read into that what you will because that's all sorts of therapy right there. Yeah. yeah oh, Dumbo. Mate, nah, fuck Keaton. Dumbo elephant. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we roll sometimes. Yeah. So that's how we picked this one. We could save it till another episode but nope, then let's we'd do be it. in trouble because then we're out of content for a week. Yeah. So we won't do that. Okay, guys. Enough of the waffle. Nico, would you like to give them a rundown of how the movie Mount Rushmore works please sir <laughs> so for those of you tuning in for the first time thank you so much for joining us and for those of you returning thank you for returning how does the movie Mount Rushmore work AJ and I each get assigned a topic we go our separate ways we make our individual lists and we come back in studio and we deliver to you the silver screen dudes our individual top tens AJ will go first delivering his bottom three I will then deliver my bottom three AJ will deliver his next two I will deliver my next two then we will trade one apiece if at any time while we are rounding off our list one person has a movie in a higher position that person will say punt and we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. Once we have both rounded off our lists, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the quintessential four must-see diverse movies of this genre, which would perfectly explain the genre if, let's say, the aliens came to Earth, had never seen a movie, and said, Hey, four movies about animals. What do you recommend? Yeah. Now, this one... I'm, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not on the... I, it's not my number 10, but I have to ask you about it because I saw this years ago and I had to mention it on one that talks about animals. By any chance, you have a film called Strays on your list. No. Fucking thought not. That's why I do it. It's not an honourable because it's as dishonourable as it gets. I don't even know how Sky Dead put this on TV. This is... This is Sounds like e- you should have put it on the list. E- even by Channel 5 standards, this is bad. Like I don't think Channel 5 will touch it. So, this is a story... Of all about how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've got flip side upside down. This family move into this abandoned esque house. Abandoned esque. When I say abandoned, you can see it needs some treatment to it, and it's you know detached. There's not many houses to the left or right. There's nothing much so to see. Hole. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, in that, they see a cat. 
and they tried to pet it and eventually you'll find that this house is littered with wild stray cats and not, we're not oh, it's a crazy cat lady house yeah something like that it's one of the maddest most bullshit films you will ever see anyway, the top 10 why are you to bringing it up because we're talking animals and I know there is no chance we will ever be able to bring up strays again and it's just <laughs> one of those things that I just had to bring it up now like yeah it's a bad piece of shit actually it could be on the top 10 worst animal All movies right. <laughs> but yeah Okay. I'll, I'll give you a little just an insight into how I've gone with mine. I mean, my bottom three are... I love them, but... but I mean, they're guilty. Um, my following two are very much family adventures, and my top five, I kind of think, are pretty holy. There's one I had to leave off. Um, I don't imagine it would have made your list stop me if it did, but the birds... I, I, I toyed with that. I toyed wasn't sure. With it, right? I toyed with it. Yeah. I, like, I get the birds are the like the glue that holds the movie together. Yeah. But it's a character piece. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it's not about animals. The animals are relevant to it. But I was like, mm, not yeah. on this occasion. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're very much akin on that one. Horror movies about animals. We can do that. Yeah, it, but it'd be pretty high because there's only like yeah. But anyway. that and Pet Cemetery. <laughs> cool job. Yeah. I imagine Kujo didn't make your list. Well, maybe it did, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll talk. Spoilers. <laughs> so, here we go. Your number 10. My number 10. This is one of those. It, Kujo. Needs, it needs to be mentioned. It, needs, it just needs to be mentioned. Go on. Flipper. Yeah, honourable. I knew you were going to... I, I left Flipper it, off because I knew you it would. It was just one of those bullshits Like I was looking at stuff. There were some others that I really wanted to go through. And Which I Flipper? Got a Elijah Wood and Paul Hogan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the others are just way beyond my time, if I'm honest. And we just... You hear about these... I don't know if kids hear about it like that. My, my bottom two Not are those. Anymore. My bottom two are those. I know what your number nine is then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's like... You just know about these and they were just forever coming up and you hear it and it's like Elijah Wood, the tearaway kid who's gone to go see his uncle and he's now connected to a dolphin. Can you imagine Elijah Wood as a tearaway kid? I just can't. <laughs> Tune in folks next week because I'm going to bring up something about Elijah Wood as a tearaway kid again and it's just, oh, it's hilarious. But yeah, so it's twice, Elijah's tried to pull it off and twice it just hasn't really been. Oh, really? You're North, for God's sakes. Like, everyone remembers North, the kid that every parent wants and now you're trying to be the tearaway teen. I you're Frodo! <laughs> exactly. You're, you're, he just has that good guy look, isn't it? He's, it got, a, he's got an... an effervescing innocence that yeah, you just can't yeah. shake. Even in Green Street, you're like... Yeah. Okay. He was good in that. He was, but you're like it, it, because he's got such. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like oh, it's, it's possessing him. Like okay, he's trying, but it's because you're around like a bunch of hooligans. Like mm. you being the guy on your own. Like, mm, yeah. It's just. Yeah. By the way, for American viewers, Green Street, that's a thing. There are football firms. Yeah, oh, they yeah. are. A thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. But yeah, so but, yeah, <laughs> that's football it. firms the flipper. Yeah, there's a tangent for you. <laughs> it, 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 it's literally that and. There is that generation before us that you just kept hearing of Flipper before you knew who Flipper was. You're just like, faster than yeah. lightning. You just, but you, you just be like, oh, cool, a dolphin. And everyone's like, oh, Flipper. Like, no, it's yeah. not. It's not Flipper. Who's Flipper? Like, Flipper was a yeah. dolphin. And then yeah. we we had that kind of rebirth of, yeah, kids, well, you kept hearing about Flipper. There's the movie. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I had a good time with Flipper. I remember enjoying it a lot because, again, just personal insight here. Obviously, having worked so many years out at sea, 
I get that there was some sort of magicalness to when Paul Hogan was bringing him on the boat just before they went on the boat. He was like, "Do you want your you want your spaghettios with or without? With or without what? Winnie dogs." You need your protein when you're out there. Keep your stomach down. Then it cuts to the next shot. <laughs> Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days guaranteed with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. And right now you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 323232 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 it always cracks me up, man. Whenever people who are not used to being at sea, like, they're like, oh, I don't want to get seasick, I won't eat. I'm like, worst thing you could do, eat. Keep your stomach weighed Keep down. Eat down. like a motherfucker and you won't be sick. And it's like, <laughs> that, that was some weird ass enjoyment I got from watching people hell when I was working on the boat. I was like, haha, see noob. <laughs> oh dear. Oh you lily livered landlubber. <laughs> Perfect way. You should have used that as part of the tour. I think that would have really given everyone a bit of something. And over here, we have what's called a freshwater sailor. <laughs> No, no, vomit away from the wind, not into the wind. Oh, too late. <laughs> oh, mate, the amount of times it happened. People just, boom, right oh, back in mate. It was so stop funny. It, stop it, stop it. And, but I would always say in the boat briefing, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to be sick, please just take note before you are where the wind's coming from, blow away or you get a nasty surprise. Still, every fucking week without fail, in the face. Funny. Ooh. But if you did it, to bring it back to what we're talking about, if you did it downwind, it ends up in the sea. Flipper will eat that for you. Yeah, that, now you see how much you love your dolphins. That's, that, that's how you feed them. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, just put that out there. Just put that out there. Okay. So, to be fair, this is just 90s giving us... This is us 90s kids experiencing what our parents continuously show that's all you'd see a, a weird TV series it's Elijah Wood Paul Hogan and a freaking dolphin you don't get more yeah, 90s exactly, than that exactly and we move on to my number 9 unless you make fucking Arnie the captain go hey welcome aboard you know <laughs> <laughs> that's all you would have needed that's yeah. all you need yeah. <laughs> or Stallone chumming you go hey I'm feeding fish <laughs> yeah. Robin Williams just starts in the back somewhere like yeah and Eddie Murphy as well like, yippee ki yay flipper <laughs> hey look a dolphin <laughs> just imagine Eddie Murphy all excited. Like. <laughs> I mean, you could go proper 90s. You could, you could. We could go more 90s, but we won't. Better not. But that's coming. It's coming, people. It's coming. Fuckery. Yeah. But there is that 90s film that I'm really looking forward to, actually, by... Um, it's not Seth Rogen. Who was it? I can't remember who directed it, but it looks interesting. I think it's I know about the one the you're... mid-90s kids, yeah. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, number nine. 
Could it be... <laughs> Could you? No, not that one. You don't know It's so 90s, bro. Old Yeller? No, no, no. Everyone's favourite dog. You are not... No, you're not doing yeah. Airbud. No. Okay, thank God. No, no, no. This, this, this is the dog that has to be... Lassie? Mentioned. Yeah. Ah, Lassie. The same way... Um, Flipper. There's a few dogs out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the same way Flipper had to be mentioned, it was Lassie. The what the dog who barked and people were like, what? Not who I thought you were going to go with, by the way. I didn't think... You, I think you. I thought you were going to stay in Maritime. Oh, there's someone else Maritime. What, with a dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> Completely threw me like what? <laughs> Maybe I missed this movie. No. Well, I'll bring a, a dog in a maritime movie back later for my number two. We'll okay. get into that. Um, I'm just let me let me make a note of that actually because you're going to be like maritime dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just make a note of that maritime dog. That's going to be a good one to bring it back to. Um, no. The, so there's dolphins and there's whales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of it, course. But I'm talking about the most iconic. What when you're talking animals? These two were from the minute we we from the womb till now. Like you always heard these Lassie. animals. Yeah, Lassie was there, and I was like, you can't you can't not mention Lassie in a film about animals. Fullness like. gamer, never seen Lassie. Do you know it's never appealed to me. I, I saw more TV series than the film. Like that's film. why I didn't watch the film because they the were TV real series. stupid. Like what? Little Timmy fell down the well. Yeah, yeah, that's no, no, shit. Yes, it's so what? ridiculous. The man's coming. Oh, oh. what the fuck is Every, this? Everyone spoke dog, but the only did. good thing that came out of Lassie is that it clearly inspired Family Guy. <laughs> yes, yes, all those peeps understand Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it was Lassie was so ridiculous. Everything was like what there's an explosion and they need help okay let's go get the sheriff Lassie oh you're gonna go and get him for me thank you Lassie like fuck off yeah. and everyone speaks dog it was so weird <laughs> and, dog. and like the film is just this weird story of how the, this I, you see this is the funny thing I could be wrong what I remember as a TV series was Hulk um, Lassie was a bit like David Banner just the travelling Hulk like just walking from town right. to town meeting different people solving a different crime every week yes. the fucking dog done it this one is like Lassie has America a speaks dog <laughs> yeah. explains the president that we currently have oh fuck I oh fuck I mean, you we, we might have lost every fucking follower from the states but no oh no we kept <laughs> half of them and the half that we kept and now we'll say the oh these guys are good yeah. subscribe the to them need, yeah but it was like it was that kind of thing just forever there's no fixed location Lassie was just fixing shit but this one is like how there is the I think it was this Lassie's former owner has died in an explosion right. this family yeah <laughs> what you couldn't take him that time you dumb bastard you can save everyone else but your owner yeah. and then this is a, a city sicker family who's moving to the countryside as they do and they can't adjust to the family life it's some weird bullshit it's, it's 90s it's mixed with that 60s shit as well but Lassie oh is just that dog that you have to you know the, was it Golden Collie or something I'm really bad with animals, it but yeah. it's not a retriever it's, a, it's, a it's not a retriever I don't it's know a, what dog Lassie collie, was yeah everybody every, like Lassie is that name when it comes to dogs isn't it mm, I'd we, always we go could, Old Yeller now here's the thing 
I've heard of it and I've heard Oh, Yella's good. I haven't seen it. Yella's good. Yella's legitimately good. Yella nearly made my list. Okay. I like uh, old Yella. I, you know, Tragic I, fucking ending. Oh. Well, you know, I remember she, I'm going to mix it with a bit of wrestling. Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Did you hear the speech at that one mm. before the match? Because it was as Rick loses a match, he retires. By the way, we have a wrestling podcast yeah. called the Ministry of Wrestling. Subscribe. Now ba- and now back to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Cheap, <laughs> cheap plug. Cheap plug. And it was, oh, you know that story of old Yella? They love that dog, but one day... I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but he, that's, you know, and Rick's like, you're calling me old Yella? How dare you? You can't call me old Yella. <laughs> but that's like the first time I heard of old Yella. So, yeah. Yeah. Think- Things happen to that dog. Yeah. It's very sad. Okay. We're going to go keep it in the dog world. Which one, Nick? Cujo. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> We're damn right. This, 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 this is only from the world of Stephen King. Isn't it's it? so dumb. This is only from the world of Stephen King. Of course. King. Let's be honest. It's movies and books like this that make me really question people that say Stephen King is their favourite author. I'm like, he has, really? He has some weird shit. That guy? So here we go. We have a dog. A St. Bernard? Hmm? St. Bernard, yeah. St. Bernard, yeah. We will... Big fuckers. Free. Yeah, they're big dogs. They're big dogs. So you have a lovable St. Bernard, as they always are. As they always are. No such but thing as a bad happen- dog, just bad people. But what happens to this lovable St. Bernard? He gets bitten by a bat. We're in Dracula territory. <laughs> and you think, come again? Yep. And as that starts to happen, Cujo, the ever-lovable St. Bernard, starts to go on some freaky shit and just starts attacking people. Trip balls. Yeah. Trip big doggy so, balls. So it turns out that Cujo's now got rabies. And, you know, when you think of it, these are the three most things. You, you know, the most lovable dog, Lassie, a crazy dog, Cujo. And then we had Flipper in the sea. Also all the other. Yeah. Who did both? I've heard of... I need to. We need to talk about this off screen. I don't know if I want the spoiler if I'm going to watch it from fresh eyes. See, if you'd gone with what I said with Old Yeller, you could have had two for the price of one and had another slot. Come here. Because you've got Lassie and Cujo. I'm saying Old Yeller fits both of the bills. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, I need, I need to see it. Oh, gosh. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. Just, I just know the end. I'm just waiting for that. Moment. Oh, it's sad, mate. It's really fucking sad, old yellow. But anyway. But yeah, so Cujo's on this spree of just randomly killing people along the way. And then comes mother and son stuck in a car. And old, old yellow. Now you've got old yellow in my head. Mm. Cujo's pretty much holding them hostage. And it's like, how do they? For a while. <laughs> like, they're in that car for a while. Well, it makes the movie this. Literally. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those. So I, I said two, but it's three. Those are like. Sadly, I didn't know about Yella. That I've heard of it, but I didn't know. Of, I was like, oh shit, it's part of a film. I didn't realise it was the film. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Here, Yeller. Come back, Yeller. It's even got a theme song. Cujo is just. Yeah. Cujo's mental. From lovable to shit back, back crazy. That shit crazy. <laughs> that shit crazy. That's literally what he was. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my number eight. Okay. Over to me. My number ten. Uh, snakes, but not on a plane. Thank God. I nearly went with it. Just because it's so bad. Yeah. I thought kind, it kind of like straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad it needs to be mentioned. Yeah. Snakes on a plane needs a mention. <laughs> it does, it does. It does. Um, but no. Big snake. Anaconda. 
Actually. Mm-hmm. It came to me literally this morning. I was like, "Oh, Anaconda!" I, I actually had fun with Anaconda. Yes, right. I actually it's had so fun with Anaconda, but it's such so yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's one of those. It is. It's not great. It's not great. No. It got such a panning that when I watched it, it I was did like, "Not it's it's not, that it's not that bad. Oh, come on, it's a B movie. Yeah, it's not. It's a B movie with a A class list of actors. Yeah, yeah. Like serious actors in this. Um. Eric Eric Stoltz, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, John Voight, um, Pete Postlethwaite, um, not Pete Postlethwaite. Fuck, I forgot his name. I will come back to it. It's got it's got a really strong um, cast. Uh, Wilson, Luke Wilson. I mean, yeah. it's got a cast to it. And um, f- fucking Danny Trejo's in this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> My God, yeah. Um, yeah. So the concept is this: this group of. Filmmakers. Yes, filmmakers, the yeah. filmmakers go deep into the heart of the Amazon looking for a tribe called the Shiri Shama. Now, the Amazon gets flooded, and along the way, they come across this snake hunter played by John Voight who says, I can take you to the Shiri Shama. I've seen them, but I'll take you down another way. And the way he takes them leads them right to a big fucking snake. Planned. His idea is to catch the snake, have them film it. Right, all part of a master. Very, very convenient plan. You got to wonder, what if they weren't a film crew? Hmm. <laughs> Go that way. Go that way. I'll wait I'm for the next one. I'm expecting a film. Crew. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, it was all. It all very conveniently falls together. There's some genuinely quite good deaths. Yeah. In this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the, the, the CG then compared to now. I mean, it's. It's aged. I, I was so lucky. Bad, I was lucky that when I did see it, it was you're in that, you're in that phase where it wasn't too bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you watch it and it's just the green screen jumps at you, oh. and the poor effects are just like, oh god. Oh, that's what they were um, seeing. Oh, that's why they called it shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, for so, the time, time it would have been strong. Yeah, but no, there were some good moments and. John Voight plays the villain so well in this. Like the way he describes the anaconda. Imagine he's hugging you better than your greatest love. And you're alive just long enough to hear your ribs crack. And your lungs explode. And then just as your eyeballs are popping out your head, the snake eats you alive. It's like, he paints a picture like, yeah. yeah. Oh, and anacondas for real have eaten people on oh, yeah, occasion. Yeah, like, that has happened. Let's not talk about it. It's a known fact, yeah. Like, they're not that big, um, but they do eat people from time to time. Um, so, yeah, not to be fucked with. And, like, yeah, Ice Cube and J-Lo. Yeah. Good chemistry together. Like, it's got some yeah, memorable yeah, deaths. Yeah. It's a fun fucking it romp was, of a bee movie. It was. No, I had fun with it. Don't knock, an- good, don't good, knock good Anaconda. Good shot. I did forget that one. I'm going to go with another bee movie now. Uh, trying to remember yeah there is I guess there are three good actors in this one uh, Congo God it's been a while for you hasn't it fuck that goes back yeah that goes back there but it's a goodie it's a goodie again Jesus Christ my God yeah right you've gone back there because on that one I'm like shit yeah yeah. Well, we're about edutainment. The fact that you forgot it, I'm assuming a lot of our viewers may not have seen it. Yeah. So, Congo, here's the concept, all right? <laughs> it's as B-movie as it gets, but it's fucking wonderful for that reason. So, this movie stars Laura Linney, who works for a telecoms company. I 
think they're called I'm putting it out my arse here, but I think they're called Travis Com. Okay? And her boss is building this amazingly powerful laser that needs to be powered by very, very rare blue diamonds that you can only get from the Virunga region of the Congo. I don't know how I'm remembering all this, but it's there. I haven't seen this in years, but I love this film. Now, parallel to that is a, a, an actor whose name I do not remember, uh, who's training an ape called Amy. Amy, ugly, Amy, ugly, go away. Now, the freaky B-movie thing is, he's taught this ape sign language, and he's put on this weird fucking contraption sign language translator to her hand so she can speak to people, basically. Um, but Amy's getting bigger, you know, he ha- he's had her since she was a baby ape, she's getting bigger, she wants to go back home. So, while Laura Linney's being sent to the Congo, this guy tags along with her. And along with her goes a Romanian treasure hunter played by Tim Curry. Nineties <laughs> yeah. as it gets, right? Yeah, yeah, when you yeah. got Tim Curry in something. Tell me about it. Right? This is Long John Silver from the Muppets Treasure Island. <laughs> this is the clerk from Home Alone 2. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, when exactly. It's nineties yeah. shit. Um they all go on this expedition to the Congo. Now, the caveat is is that just the reason Laura Linney agrees to go and look for this blue diamond dust is because her, I think it's her fiancé or boyfriend, a guy called Charles, was filming out there having found the blue diamond dust and goes missing. Something's supposedly befallen them. And what they're being whispered all along by Tim Curry's very, very sinister Romanian character... Um, Hackerman, that's his name. Yes! Uh, Hackerman, that's it. They are being told about the lost city of Zinj. How King Solomon had this great diamond... I'm going to stop the accent. King Solomon had this amazing diamond mine that had protectors to it. And what they did was they domesticated and thoroughbred apes to kill. So they come across what they think could be the lost city of Zinj... And as the legend turns out to be true, there's fucking killer apes everywhere. Now, apes are quite smart. When when they have a propensity to kill, it's not pleasant. And it's actually in some parts. I remember this movie. I watched it when I was way too young. And there were parts of it that legitimately fucked me up. Like the guy picking up the eyeball. I was like, Aah! yeah, that's the first time I saw an eyeball on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or the ape lobbing the guy's head. Or the way they kill poor Tim Curry. Jeez. You know, when they surround him and they basically go, boom, crash his skull in. And it's like, wow, man, fuck. Oh, my days, fuck. Yeah, B-movie shit, yeah, mate. Yeah. But one that needs a mention. You remember Congo? Yeah. Do you know, as you said that, you've reminded me of a film, and I don't want to say it. Have you got anything with Hoffman in it? Um, no. Do you know what you reminded me of? And I saw this a few times, around the same time as Congo. Outbreak. <gasps> Outbreak's good. I can't believe I forgot. Like, as you said Congo, I started remembering Outbreak, that. I think, falls into the same category as Birds. Character piece, not yeah. the animals are the glue that hold it together, but it's not about the animal. Yeah, yeah. If anything, it's about a contagion virus. Yeah, yeah. Right? The animal just happens to have the cure for it, but it's, yeah, that's. If anything, I'd put that down as a natural disaster film. True. 
True. More than an animal film. But as you said, Congo, because there was that, and then there was one other film that were quite monkey. Georgia the Jungle? Fuck off. Fuck off. George, George, George of the Jungle. Friends to you and me. I don't think it's on your list. Because if it uh, it might be on there. Is it monkey related? They do have something monkey related on here. Uh, we'll keep quiet till the end. I need to write it down just as a reminder there. Just put a note, monkey related. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll put a note next to my monkey related movie. What monkey related, AJ? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've written it down, yeah. Not what monkey relay? We're not at the monkey Olympics. Related. Fucking typo sometimes, mate. Do you know what? I wrote to someone the other day as a form of congratulations. You kicked ass, girl. Yeah? Why? It changed kick to locked. I don't know. You locked us. And she said, what, what does that mean? Being like, not, English not being her native tongue, she's like, I've, I've never actually heard that saying before. I was like, you've never had kicked ass before. As I scrolled back up, I saw locked ass. I was like, fuck's sake. It's a bit sexual. <laughs> Let's like, lock asses. That sounds weird. She's like, I've yeah. never heard it before, but it sounds weird. It's pretty weird, AJ. And I was like, yeah, it meant to be kicked I don't know how or what I, like I've, I've written kicked enough times yeah, I don't yeah. know what thumb slip made it go from whatever I was writing to locked I got a good one since we're on typo tangents this also shows how much of a fucking geek I am my phone now even though lol is recognised in these phones as you know not being underlined and being a, a legitimate word yeah. that it won't typo correct it changes my lol every time without fail my lol changes to Loki I shit you not. I've used the word Loki or the name Loki more so than much. I've used LOL. Oh, How wow. mad is that? Uh, that's, yeah, that's some next level shit. It's good, isn't it? Well done. Well Whereas done. I fine tuned my phone to be geekery. <laughs> my number eight. We're going crocodile territory here. And it's not crocodile done. No, because there's not enough crocodiles in there. There's literally none. Yeah. <laughs> like the crocodile. Just the clothing yeah. <laughs> that he's got. Lake Placid. Didn't see that. Oh, it's great fun. Lake Placid is basically like a crocodile version of a shark movie I'll be mentioning. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> you figured. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Lake Placid is essentially the... S- so, again, quite a good cast. I'd say B-movie, but high-budget B-movie. Like Bill Pullman's in this. Um, playing one of the park rangers Brendan Gleeson is in this playing a policeman um, Bridget Fonda is in this and so is Oliver Platt and they all have fantastic chemistry together like it's one of those movies you watch for the chemistry between all of them again much like the Sean movie um, but basically Maine which is east coast of USA right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they get a big fucking crocodile attack them and Bridget Fonda works in a museum and they get this call and she's like I don't work in the field and they're like like no you're not hearing us this thing could be prehistoric you need to go and check it out and basically the calls come in because the guy who Brendan Gleeson was working with was somewhat eaten (laughs) so when Bridget Fonda arrives in Maine and she says can I see the body they pull out this little box and she's like Where's the rest of him? And Brendan Gleeson says in this very sort of ominous voice, in his Irish accent, eaten. <laughs> you know, it's very good in that sense. Um, 
and he's basically been yeah completely decapitated and then enter Bill Pullman who's like the the uh, Lake Placid Park Ranger and they go out looking for this quote then they see how fucking big it is and then without any provocation Oliver Platt comes in and he's like this amazing sort of crocodile not wrangler not hunter like a crocodile whisperer because his big story is I swam with hundreds of Nile crocodiles who are the most dangerous in the world after the salties never got bitten you know so he's like Mr. Crocodile okay and so they bring him in to try and catch this thing and it's just a really really rip-roaring adventure with some quite brutal again grotesque death scenes um good effects actually and a really really tight good little plot and all the while there's this kind of Bridget Jones is like it's a crocodile I can see it's a fucking crocodile and they're like we don't believe it's a crocodile it can't be a crocodile there's no crocodiles in Maine interesting then the crocodile is like yeah no I'm here (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I was going to say plot twist I'm actually an alligator you're right no crocodiles (laughs) (laughs) I'm a caiman (laughs) right you're number seven do you know what? I've just changed it. I'm all is. Yeah. Um, so we had Cujo. We had Cujo. Old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was another film, but I'm, I'm going to go with this one instead. The tame version of Cujo. Everyone's favourite St. Bernard. Oh, Beethoven. playing Beethoven. I've been toying with where to put this one. Honourable. All over. But no, I love Beethoven. Beethoven was always a fun adventure. I don't know the actor. He's the, 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 the guy who played the dad I always remember he looked like Steve Martin but wasn't Steve Martin that's yeah <laughs> that's I know him I know him as the dad from Beethoven yeah <laughs> but they, there was good chemistry there and I mean that, it's one of those 80s 90s chemistry of the guy who can't stand the dog but lives with the dog and makes it happen and you know but it's the family adventure of how the kids really embraced it and they made a franchise I think they went into like five films Beethoven oh, 1 and 2 me, were really? the good ones after that you start getting really Beethoven scared. 2 I quite liked yeah Beethoven 2 was quite good is that the one where he has the puppies the puppies and he meets the girl the and he goes to the awesome. summer house yeah it fucking was really puppy nice. St. Bernard's come yeah, on cuteness cu- overload cu- cuteness oh, yeah, it's exactly yeah maxed out cuteness on yeah. there and you know the, 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 the whole story of having to say <laughs> you saying that actually makes me want to go to Beethoven 2 more than Beethoven 1 actually yeah I would Beethoven I think it's 2, a better film Beethoven 2 is a really good film I, think I will go with that one the story, you know, they've now adapted to having Beethoven. And he's, Changing again, AJ. <laughs> he's gone on to the, you know, he meets this. Beethoven meets a female Saint Bernard, gets her pregnant, and the guy who was owning that has lost the. I can't remember the wife. I'm going to call it Beethoven's wife. I don't think she had a name. She would have. There's no way the whole film. Daisy. Bella. I think my mind says Daisy. We'll go with Daisy. Daisy or Bella. We'll go with Daisy. We'll go with Daisy. I was with BB, which it may have been, but who cares? But anyway, but yeah. So Daisy's now being taken by this really nice guy's bitter ex-wife who's just literally taking the dog just to spite him. Bitter ex-wife played by? I can't remember. Faye Bulk from American History yeah, X. Yeah, it's her. Whose boyfriend is played by? You remember this from that nice. <laughs> Chris Penn, R.I.P. Shit, yes, it was Chris Pitt. That was where they were together, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, do you know what? I'm, for some reason, I was picturing um, some guy looking like Dorian from The Mask, but it wasn't him. Nah, it's yeah, Chris, Chris Penn. Penn. Yeah, it's 100% Chris Penn. It was, yeah. But it, it was a fun movie. I really did enjoy Beethoven 1 and 2, but 2. So she has the babies and the kids 
Beethoven's family have really taken in all the kit, the puppies and she's just there like I don't care about the damn dog I just want the money and all that yeah. shit like, dog uh, <laughs> we're in Boston now yeah eh? oh. uh, yeah I, Beethoven good family fun movies yeah I said one and two three it's a bit like Home Alone I never watched Beyond 2 I didn't do it no no I, I saw four somewhere when you got a gimmick know when to stop yeah you know yeah so that was Beethoven, the, 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 the tame Saint Bernard, as opposed to Cujo, his awful Well, cousin. considering you're not someone who's ever had a huge affinity for dogs, we're going very doggy on this There's list. Few dogs. There's like so far, we've had dolphin and dog. Yeah, yeah. There are one, two, three more. Damn, son. I know. Lack of variety, kind of, but. There's one that has to I be mentioned. I got my shit down on lock. There's, there's one that has to be mentioned, one that was good fun, and one that really actually did touch me. If you go there, bud, I will bitch slap you no, no, back no, no, to no, Barbados, no, no. mate. And I know you're not from there, but I'm just... Well, not my granddaddy, so yeah, it works. There you go. <laughs> it works, but no, don't worry. No bitch slapping required. Number Mind six. you that is slapping a dog, which links into my... Anyway. <laughs> you're number six. No, you're oh, number, my number six. six. I noticed this might actually be a punt. Homeward Bound. It's my number seven. Okay. <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh, mate, it's such a nice movie. It's Isn't a, it? such an adventure of, you know, a family going on holiday, just leaving their dog. It, it kind of, how can I say, there's a bit of Toy Story in it. It's got all these elements it that has, you can yeah. see it's inspired people. Of course it Land has. Before Time has that journey. It's, you know. Yep. They've, these dogs have been left with the family friend while the family go on holiday and they're scared that they've been left forever. Yep. And they just want to... It's not that they don't like those people, but home is where the heart is and they go on their journey to make their way back home and reunite with the family. Yep. And the cast, Michael J. Fox, Mr. 80s, 90s himself. He was great as Chance. Chance, And yeah. Sally Field as uh, Sassy. And the third one. No one famous playing Shadow, I believe. Yeah, yeah. There was a. I can't, no. I can't believe it was. But it's just this journey and all the other. To this day, that has got one of my favourite cinema moments in it. Where I will laugh so fucking hard every time is when Chance sticks his head out the door uh, while the car's moving and his ears get floppy and he goes, uh, bat dog. <laughs> I remember it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every fucking time. It's just that nice adventure. It's, it's dogs think their owners have abandoned them, and they basically yeah, the owners it's, haven't. They haven't. It is literally just we're going on holiday. But it's, well, it's not that they they want to get home. Yeah, they get left on a ranch while the family basically go on holiday. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The family haven't. The family oh, went on holiday. I thought we meant the dogs. No, going no, on no, no. no. Yeah, no. It, as I said, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. It's not the owners. It's just a confusion. It's just it's just a misunderstanding. Like, yeah. Why would they do that? And yeah. come home, and it's just all the different animals that meet along the way. The the actual stray dogs and the cats and the this. And nah, like, the stray dogs are in part two in San Francisco. Two. Yeah. The tramps. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The leader of the stray dogs, played by Sinbad. That's why he's been hanging out. In case you're wondering where Sinbad went. <laughs> <laughs> But fitting, harsh but fitting. It is, no. <laughs> and yeah, it 
pretty much ended there. He did Good Burger and it all went to the dogs. Way. <laughs> oh, you beat me on the puns there. So, oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, on your way home. As I said, it, you kind of get that with the Buzz and Woody trying to get back to Andy's story. And you that, do. Yeah, it, Homeward Bound is very influential in that. Yeah. Big time. Big time. So that was your six. Your number my seven. seven. My six is Babe. This is the one you still try to convince me. That I haven't convinced myself to. Oh, I, I haven't. I haven't convinced myself to. It's if you can find the joy, happiness, and charm that you can in Homeward Bound, it's the same level, mate. I'll give it a shot. I will give it a shot. Oh, mate. Oh, fine, fine. I, I know I've spoken Babe but go, I think, go, once but before. Go again. So Babe is the story of a little piggy who has a bit of an identity crisis an existential crisis actually not identity completely existential crisis because pigs essentially as I'm sure all of you including our younger ones are made for food (laughs) it's pork chop it's bacon it's lovely sausages hot dog (laughs) hot dog it's black pudding I can think if if you're from the deep south it's pig foot (laughs) (laughs) that one if you didn't figure it out we have a bit of a problem (laughs) it's in the name and if you did figure it out, well, you enjoy that pig foot. <laughs> <laughs> now give me the green one. <laughs> no, I don't want that one. Give me the one with a nail in it. I want the athlete's pig foot. <laughs> Rock, Shout out to Chris Rock. Oh, man. Pig butt. <laughs> no, anyway, pigs are made for food, essentially. That is what their purpose in life is as far as farmers are concerned. Now, babe was basically the runt of the litter. And as such, he's basically spared the slaughterhouse. So while all of his family get put to the slaughterhouse, he gets sent to a local, like, little fair, like, trade fair. And, I mean, the people selling him, who were the same people responsible for slaughtering all of the piggies, you know, they go, it's a, it's a farmer's market. That's yeah, essentially yeah. what it is. And Farmer Hoggett, played by James Cromwell, basically looks him and he kind of likes him and he can't quite figure out why there's a kind of endearing innocent charm to this little pig who's looking at him with this this little bit of love and a lovely flat wet nose you know and he knows he can't make a pork pie or anything out of him not a good use for pig um, or sausages or bacon the guy is too small he's a runt but he likes him so he says yeah take him home and then he forms this bond with the collies, with the um, with the sheepdogs, yeah, dogs again, with the sheepdogs and the existential crisis. Oh, but one of the dogs, by the way, voiced by uh, Hugo Weaving. So that's a fun one. Um, but essentially, he forms a bit of an existential crisis by thinking he's a dog. Hence, why in some countries he's also called the sheep pig, sheepdog. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard that one. And he, uh, he, he bonds with the mother. The mother then has a bit of a, an existential crisis because all of her puppies, the litter she's just had, are given away. And all she's left with is this little pig who she decides to mother. So through the unlike, well, through the likeliest, actually, of scenarios based on their lives, they form this weird magical bond. And she kind of trains him to become a sheepdog. But because he's not brutal the way the dogs are, you know, if the sheep step out of line with the dogs, they bark and bite. This kid, this little babe... Just 
Oh, I'm terribly sorry to have bothered you in his kind of squeaky voice. If you could please move over there. And the sheep in a perfect military line follow him. And the farmer sees all this and he's like, Well, shit! <laughs> I'm going to enter him into the sheepdog competition. He enters a pig into a sheepdog competition. Yeah. But that's I'm in the 90s, kids. <laughs> yeah. Roald Dahl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's wonderful. It's about friendship, family, it's about existential crises, as I said. It's about seeing something in the unlikeliest of places where it shouldn't be seen. It's about giving people a chance. It's got so many wonderful themes to it. Like, see it! We'll get there. We'll get there. Right, you're number five. My number five. One of the last two of the dog ones. Look who's talking now. Love it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna argue. Bird's territory. Okay, I will go back then if we're in that territory. I, I was fearing we might have been in that one. The live action. Two people focused trip. that one. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of Danny DeVito as a street. <laughs> it is fun. All right, a bit higher than I would have put it. I would have probably made it number six, possibly seven. Free Willy. That was the other one that That's I That's the one I with. thought you were going to bring up. That was the one that was there. It was on the list. I thought that was your number nine, by the way. No, no, no. It would have been high up, though, because... Low down, sorry. Free Willy was... Free Willy's good. Just a jump. It's, it's so cheesy, jump. isn't it? It's just... No, I mean, the jump was the moment. The rest of the film, I, I felt like it lagged. I enjoyed really? it. I enjoyed it. Oh, I, I loved it. I think it's one of those films I watched them once and I didn't come back to I was in a rush for Free Willy like, oh I like but it, Free it, it's iconic it is iconic you, you appreciated Killer Worlds more from Free Willy for sure you know Keiko is just like flipping Keiko. made everyone think they're, they're Shamu Shamu everyone thinks now they're friendly they're not no, <laughs> they're, no, they're literally not, not. Yeah. I've had to save someone in the water from them it was unpleasant. I've actually got it on video. I'll show it to you after. I jumped in. The fucking crazy Japanese fucker was on the back of the boat. There was this. We were in Burma. Sorry, Myanmar as it's now called. There was this pod of killer whales off the bag. And this guy with his big fucking camera kit just jumps in the water, starts filming him. I'm like, oh, you're dead. And then the captain starts screaming at me. Get him the fuck out of the water. I'm like. If he wants to commit suicide, why do I? have to it's on my watch that's, uh, that's the tour leader so in that moment here's the funny thing that happened I understood why he took his camera because the shot was fucking worth it no no because I took mine because the thing in my mind was if I'm going to die for this I may as well get a good shot of it so I grabbed my camera jumped in the water after him <laughs> filming with one hand and I'm yanking him with the other going fuck off yeah. <laughs> get on the boat then the part I caught on video that was really cool is that as I was shoving him up the boat, one of them comes up and goes, hmm? Right by me. I fucks me and goes back down. I was like, oh, scary, really scary. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, they're fucking oh, terrifying. Shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Have yeah. I not shown you this video? No, no, I'll no, show no. it you after. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, my big, killer whale. Big, big, big mofos. Big big, 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 big. Bad mofos. Big, like. twice the size of this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't fuck with them. No, 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 no. Just legitimately don't. That's mad. Like, sharks don't. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, on, yeah. they're on the menu. Yeah. Sharks are on their menu, you know what I mean? That's the real king of the ocean. Yeah. Apex as it gets, that. Yeah. People <laughs> say sharks are apex predators. Yeah, well, whales fuck with them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. They, they, they're, they're up there. They're, yeah, they're up there. Nothing fucks with a killer whale. No. Like, nothing. No. Things see killer whales, they're like, see ya. Be <laughs> gone. There's no fish surrounding uh, uh, killer whales. Uh, oh, y'all live here. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could literally put really sort of Chicago ghetto bad motherfucker sound bites over Kilo yo we here bitches <laughs> move the fuck out the way <laughs> you could literally dub that yeah. shit over a killer whale yeah. oh you done fucked up now boy yeah yeah literally. I'ma eat your ass too <laughs> I'll be back yeah you won't fuck with me I'll be back <laughs> with my homies <laughs> exactly you won't want two of them let alone three yeah <laughs> It was fun. It was just one of those things of this. Oh, we're back on free will. Yeah, yeah, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back before like time gets a better of us. Like free will was cool. It was just like Jesse. Just you know. What happened to that kid? Most of kids access. He grew up, and I don't think there was many roles for him. Let's be honest. He wasn't the most iconic of him. He wasn't like the comedian. Like I I legitimately can't even think of the second film he was in. Free Willy Two. Okay, outside of the franchise, <laughs> but yeah, it was just that. It was just weird. Like, it, it, it's a nice bonding movie. It's it's flipper without the extreme. You know, it's just more. It's more serious. There's more comedy in Flipper. This one was just quite touching. It was more of a drama. It was. I kind of. I thought there was something quite wonderful about the way they bond in the story because obviously Jesse is is an orphan. And Willie has basically been separated from, from his family. parents, so they're basically two orphans that have this weird bond with each other. Yeah, and it's just—I mean, I, I, you know—it is the heart woman. He does; he risks everything to bring Willie back to his family. But yeah. it's like, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I didn't. It was weird. It was a weird one. I like Free Willie. Yeah. Okay. But don't support SeaWorld, guys. Evil. Fair enough. Well, Shamu. I know, I, I agree. And the cove, I've told you about the cove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All not, that shit, see well. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. Don't support those yeah, places, guys. Yeah, you show me that video. Not nice. No. Not nice. Not nice at all. Right, your, uh, that was your number five. Yeah. My number five? Jumanji. Slight cheat, I know. You could argue that it's Bird's territory, but it's not. You could argue it's about a ball game. About what? I was going to say but which animal is the focus but essentially it could be an, uh, ah so the fact that there are so many animals makes it what an animal movie there are monkeys there are mosquitoes there are lions there's a fucking stampede there are pelicans there are crocodiles there are big spiders like you can't tell me you don't think Jumanji and think animals I was thinking like wildlife in general, like the the, the, the plants that, um, and so they they are living things too. Do you know if it wasn't for some of the bullshit that occurred in Look Who's Talking Now, I could have swung it back. But the people did ah oh, because each uh, each threat was mainly an animal. I will give it. I yeah. I I can't find a strong enough counter that. I don't have an argument with it because I really do like Jumanji, but I just don't. Surprise! It it's on not my on your list. list. No, but that's. <laughs> Is there another human-related one with Eddie Murphy that's on your list? Doctor Doolittle. It was. It's yeah. gone. Surprise! You didn't keep that on. Because that I'd give. Do you, you know what? That was 
I replaced something because I remembered something and I think I got rid of Dr. Doolittle and I somehow thought it was Beethoven I got rid of it. anyway it doesn't matter no, Dr. That, that Doolittle was long. yeah of course of course yeah, it's, it's naturally animal yeah. and it's, it's actually really you can fun. talk to what? yeah <laughs> the yeah. animals exactly but what's Jumanji about? if you're listening to, po- to this podcast I'm going to assume you've heard us talk Jumanji before and even if you haven't I'm going to assume you've probably seen Jumanji if you're into podcasts and we have to talk Jumanji 1 because number 2 would just change it too much oh yeah, yeah we're not, talking the Robin Williams Jumanji it's, it's not it's not, not animal the enough remake. yeah there, there were none <laughs> there were cheetahs and an elephant yeah 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 no it's, sorry it's, cheetahs yeah. and a hippo yeah that second movie missed the mark for me I didn't it was fun but it shouldn't have been called Jumanji that's the thing you created any franchise out of it but Jumanji yeah. I like the nod to Robin Williams but it just I didn't I didn't see if they hadn't done that then your theory about it's an entirely new game would have flown yeah 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 yeah. that's the thing it's the moment touching. they did that I was like and ruined yeah yeah but the original is a game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind you roll the dice to move your token doubles gets another turn and the first player to reach the end and say Jumanji wins yeah <laughs> you think I've seen this film a few times just, just a few just a few and to be fair adventurers beware do not start unless you begin to finish the fun culminations of Jumanji will not end until you reach Jumanji and say out its name <laughs> applause applause um, so yeah it's basically a, a, a voodoo board game <laughs> which unleashes a lot of animals like, yeah. <laughs> I think there's any way we can like, do it to keep it on par literally you and roll the dice in this game a riddle comes up and the answer to that riddle is whatever animal that's just do, come out do, the board do you know game. what like you, you could play Monopoly and you'd be like I want this to finish because I'm getting bored yeah Jumanji I want this to finish because I, I want to live yeah <laughs> I, I, I want to live yeah I, I'm, I'm done I just want yeah yeah uh, yeah some of the riddles were really ominous weren't they yeah like that scene with the lion always freaked me out like his fangs are sharp he likes your taste your party better move post haste I don't like the sound of that and then you just hear the piano like, it's like Peter I don't like this dream anymore it's yeah. like no shit no <laughs> no no Jumanji's good and young Kirsten Dunst in it and an iconic performance from Robin Williams very much it 10 points if you can tell me what movie Kirsten Dunst did before this one interview yeah my man interview <laughs> with a vampire that's the one you're number 4 Dawn of the Planet of the Apes oh he's gone Planet of the Apes you went with Dawn did you the second one no d- Rise is the first one Dawn is the second. I know we've had this discussion. They're incorrectly named. Dawn should have been the name of the first one, but yes, yeah, so no, it's Rise of the Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James yeah, yeah. Franco. Franco the yeah, Franco that's one. Rise. Yeah, Rise. That's yeah, that's a movie. Right, Rise of the Planet. I, I think that's hearing... the best of the three. Do you know one of those things that came out is that I was really late, and you keep hearing about these films, and you're like, oh, okay. And again, sometimes when they're really bad, you're like, it's not that bad. I was like, it can't be that good. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it can. Yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes is a serious fucking Dawn not so much like, the Dawn's first, fine it's okay Rise was amazing Rise was so uh, yeah you, uh, just just oh. the experiment and just oh the building of it the 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 Caesar for who he is and just that hint of knowing Cobra's coming you know in the way yeah, it yeah. flows in that film it's like that and then just oh, Cobra's such a cunt in that second one isn't he fuck Cobra do you know what I, the way they played it with one and two 
You know people who believe they have power but they don't? I call them a cobra. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fucking cobra. cobra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are fucking hell. The evil kind. The, the, the relationship they have and the way people that understand it and Caesar just being like, well, I can't say it. This is my home now. Like, yeah. We might even wanted to get into spoiler territory. Caesar is home. Yeah. Oh, Circus, man. That guy, how has he not won an Oscar? It's disgusting the treatment he's been put through. It's got to be pending. It's got to be pending as well. Well, you say that. Man, yeah, I love his performance as Caesar. The first time he says, no! It's spine chilling, isn't it? The yeah. first time yeah, he yeah, speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That film, uh, just, the, just the, 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 the evolution that comes along and you're like, wow. It's just uh, doing it for good, doing it for evil. I was I was taken in. Brilliant. I was, taken in. I was really taken in by that. I was like, yep. Yeah. All the credit people give him this film. Yeah, deserved. Hundred percent yeah. deserved. Maybe you should see his other movie called Lord of the Rings, AJ. I've seen that part that he's done. You haven't seen it in context. Well, it depends which way you look. Because yeah, I did. I How? I went to the cinema for the second film. Oh, you which, have seen it. I've seen yeah. the second one, which is which weird. Is stupid. It's stupid, but I remember what it is. I had two Odeon tickets, free. God, Odeon, like I go there anymore. No offense to him saying that, but yeah. Cinema. Yeah, just going back time, time ago, us. time ago, and I had these three tickets from a newspaper, and my aunt's husband at the time was like, "Oh, let's go." And that was the film he picked. And I was like, oh, "And you didn't like it?" One. No, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just haven't. Got dedicated he time. He didn't inspire you enough to want to see one and three. There's something that just got in the way, but no, I, I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it. That and Braveheart. Yeah, I'm not gonna let those two go. We got over the Star Wars hurdle. We're not at the end of the race yet. <laughs> There's a few more hurdles out there. So that was your yes, number four. Yeah, number four. Great so. choice. My number four is. I wouldn't call this a B-movie. Some would. I don't think it is. I think it's an overlooked little gem from the 1990s with Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas, The Ghost in the Darkness. Very overlooked. I don't think I've heard of that one. I may have mentioned it to you en passant once. Um, once or it twice. Kind, I mean, kind of. Kind of. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it to you. So, um, Val Kilmer plays a man called Colonel Patterson. Lions. Lions. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Goes to uh, Tsavo in Africa. Okay? Now, this is while the British Empire is building its colonial empire up. It's expanding its colonial empire, I should say. And his aim is to build a bridge to extend the railway so they can get supplies. Now, the place where they're building, called Tsavo, is having a bit of a problem with the local wildlife. But these are no ordinary lions. These are big lions. These are lions that attack together. Normally male lions yeah, don't they, do that. Exactly, These yeah. are lions that attack during the day. These are lions that seemingly are doing it for the fucking fun of it. And the fucked up thing, it was a true story. That's what always scared me about this is that, oh shit, this happened. Like they've got the, the, the Field Museum in Chicago, Illinois. They've actually got the two original lions there. For, like killed yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. They're there. Um... So yeah, it's quite terrifying that the concept that these two male lions basically just said, "Hey, my brother, eh? we're going to fuck these people up now, eh?" Getting my one-up friendship, just yeah. Yeah, I'll kill. Hey, is that how you kill? Watch me. <laughs> if the lionesses have left us now, 
I see this white man coming to the village. I say we eat him, eh? Spy action's pretty on point, isn't it? Yeah, there. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. Yeah. Couple of tonations, but if there's be around a couple more Africans, you get it. Not that I'm a master of Afrikaans, but uh, you're not bad. I did not say Afrikaans, yeah? No, I no, 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 Afrikaans. No, no, no. I'm a white man. I can do that for fun. Yeah, China. Oh, actually, quick, quick joke with, Afri- with Africans. <laughs> Have you heard of the story of when the Frenchman meets the South, South African? No. Uh, monsieur, uh, I'm coming from Paris. Uh, I, I, I've always wanted to visit uh, Sud-Afrique. Oh, yo, yo, yo. I'm not a freak, eh, China? <laughs> monsieur, I'm not from China. No, but get the fuck out of here, yeah? <laughs> Those two nations missing, eh? Yeah. I'm not a freak, eh, China? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, these two big fucking African lions went rogue and they were such so troublesome and they killed hundreds of people. Hundreds. They were so I mean to, I mean the fact that they had to call in a hunter, you know, a renowned hunter called Remington, who was played by Michael Douglas, and they got him too. Like they killed him. Like they brought in this world famous hunter who's tracked everything, you know, cheetahs, leopards, tigers in India. These lions fucked him up. Patterson killed him in the end, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they went through hundreds of people, including one of the best hunters of that it's decade. That's mad. It's madness, isn't it? Yeah. And they, I still don't know quite how they did it because the footage they had of the lions was real footage, but I think they just like superimposed it on top. So it's actually quite good acting by everyone that goes on here. And yeah, it's just there's these great set pieces. There's this real sort of tension that builds up every time one of the traps that Patterson and Remington set fails you get this impression that the lions are that one step closer to figuring them out and getting their prey and it's you know they're, they're, it, it's actually quite scary in parts when they're being hunted they, they, I don't know if you've ever been I mean I've been hunted once or twice but underwater But Ooh, I, no I can't say I have there's something quite unsettling when you know that something's eye-fucking you. And the way the movie captured it... I mean, just from having been in that position myself, was quite accurate. Like, you know, your mind starts to play tricks on you. Like, what the fuck's around me? Like, oh, shit, is that it? Oh, no. The movie captured that brilliantly. And again, like a few other mentions on this list, there's some brilliant death scenes. Genuinely quite brilliant. Okay. Check it out. The Ghost in the Darkness. I think it's on Netflix, but I'm not sure. You're number three. Your movie. Jaws. Fine. Okay. I had a feeling. My number three. Uh, we were, when you said what monkey related, were you relating it to Rise of the Planet of the Apes earlier? Um, I was saying there's that, one more. There's one more. There's one more. Well, I think I'm about to drop it now. King Kong. No. Obviously, for you to be on your list is there. Because we had Outbreak, Congo, and the third one in that era of time was Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah, of course it was, with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah, and Cuba Gooding, right? Why is it... Why are we Jamie Lee Curtis? Was she in it? I can't think of why I'm thinking of it. I can't think Cause, of it. Because well, you're right, and I'm getting the wrong movie. The one I'm thinking of, I think, is called Instinct, with Anthony Hopkins and yeah, um, Cuba Gooding. Yeah, no, yes, yes, instinct, yeah. 
So you're actually spot on. I'm mixing movies up. Gorillas in the Mist. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney so Weaver. you're half right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, yeah. King Brian Kong, Brown, right? King Kong. Harris, yeah. Had to be that. Now, I'm going with Peter Jackson's version, not Kong Skull Island, which I wasn't a massive fan of. It was fine. It was entertaining. Jackson done good work there. Jackson done good work there. Are we talking Samuel L. in Kong Skull Island or Peter Jackson in King Kong? <laughs> Peter. Okay, Peter, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, he really did. I thought that he he was on a bit of an ego trip after Lord of the Rings, to be honest. Like, there were certain things he did in it where I kind of felt like... So, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, you've got your Industrial Light and Magic special effects studio. Ah, that was cool what you did with the dinosaurs before. Step aside. Here's what I can do with, you know, with my wetter workshop. I mean... I'm sorry, a brontosaurus stampede. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah. All that fucking scene with the Tyrannosaurus on the vines, like swinging back and forth and Kong beating up three Tyrannosaurus. It was like, it's mental. Big time. But again, not only Jackson did well, fucking Andy Circus. Yeah. Circus. That, that, that's when you start, I mean, it's obviously what led to him being in Apes. No, oh, 100%, of course yeah, it is. He's just like, no, this guy, this guy's too much. Yeah, he's, he's too much. He's he was so convincing as Kong that there was actually parts, especially when they were in New York and he was bonding with Anne Darrow. Um, I was like, "You're literally a step away from talking here." Like he was so human with the emotional delivery. I was like, "The ape is about to speak." He never does. Thank no, God. No, that would have killed the movie. It yeah. really would. But that scene where they're on the ice, like having that almost sort of poetic dance together. I was like, don't speak. <laughs> it was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. this voice. I'm like, don't speak, don't speak, don't yeah, speak. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're so magical, don't speak. I was like, I, I love you. Like, don't do it. No, no, don't no. you fucking do it. <laughs> Leave that for Caesar. Leave that yeah, for Caesar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Caesar, not home yet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, decades I, later. The whole decades. Jack Black surprised me too, actually, with this. Naomi Watts I thought was great as Anne, uh, Anne Darrow um, I loved Adrian Brody who I'm not always the biggest fan of yeah, I likewise. really liked him in this um, it was just larger than life and I thought what Circus did with Kong is just but that is I mean no matter what even if, even if you didn't get anything about anyone else or anything else to think a man created Kong in that way moved that way to recreate that is just it's nuts yeah spent what was it a year studying them in uh, Rwanda and literally I mean oh, the sounds that Kong makes that's all him that uh, that's Andy yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's insane that, yeah for that King Kong did kind of cross my mind you know like yeah yeah it, it's one of those epic ones you know what I started thinking and I think I was started thinking Godzilla and I was like no just leave that territory alone but naturally there's a difference between Godzilla and well you could have but I don't know if it's on your list I should shut up but yeah okay Godzilla yeah. no no yeah, you start getting a bit too special effects and bullshit a little Sorry. bit yeah yeah your number two this one is a shock for me but I actually really enjoyed this movie it's the last of the dogs fuck me a dog's purpose no okay Marley and me really never Have seen you? it that was what my whole relationship to the film was before I was like oh, fuck it was, here we go I'm a dog here we are man's best friend <laughs> but it is legitimately a story of man's best friend right you know it's Jennifer Aniston and Luke 
Wilson. Yeah, it is Luke Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if it was Luke or Owen, but it's definitely yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke Wilson. And they've left Snowy. I think it's Michigan and they moved to Florida. So they're, you know, newlyweds, new house, and they decide to buy it. Yeah, oh. Luke Wilson wishes. <laughs> oh, doesn't he just? But yeah, they just decide to buy a puppy. And as he grows, he's really troublesome. And like Luke's a, a newspaper writer, but he's just, you know, he's just stuck for ideas and he starts to talk about He starts journaling his time with this pup. And as the pup grows up, he's, he's mischievous. He's a bit of a runt in the way he's, he's hard to train. Hmm. And it's just this journey, and then they they have a kid, and you think, oh, the jealousy is going to be there, but it just be, you, you're literally just following this family's journey and this dog fitting into this family. And as you said, I don't have the straight that strong affinity to dog and mother. Keep them over there, you know. Mm. But you just see this bond that they have, and then you start to see Marley get ill as he's going old. You know, the older he gets, and the kids they have two kids, and they, this dog is always part of the family. He's always making mistakes. There's a point. It's a bit of a spoiler, but you go to these beaches in America, and everyone's got their dogs, but the dogs have to remain on the leash. Yeah, and he they just do it one day, and it's just like he just unleashes it because he can just see his dog just wants to go in the water and all the other dog owners are looking like hey you know what do it and they've all let their dogs go out and then it's like he just sees Marley stop in the water and he's like Marley don't Marley don't and he's just done a grand old shit right in the middle of this thing and you're like ah! and it's just ruined for everyone and it's like yeah everyone's like called their dogs back in and it's like this is why they're on a leash and shit but this bond of this like, trying to train this ever troublesome dog and no matter what they just won't give up on him you know mm. you'd think okay they've got a kid they, you know that will fill the gap no the gen- like he's just so integral into the fa- yeah. family and you just see him like getting on it was just one of those random days on Channel 5 I was like oh, fuck it it's on it's always good to watch Jennifer Aniston on TV and I, I really enjoyed it but it's the bond between Luke Wilson and the dog it's just as much as Jen's in it that bond you know man and his best friend it is it's real tight it's, it was, it's a natural really heartwarming movie I love a dog, mate. So yeah. I'll check it out. Uh, my numero dos, Jaws. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. You thought it was my number one, didn't you? I, I, I had leaned. Sh- I'm shocked you've left I, off my one unless we've got the same one. I hope we have the same one. I hope we have the same one. <laughs> I hope we have the same one. Um, I, I had thought to myself, it's one of the two that's going to be your number one. And I'm hoping yeah, we have the same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's there, yeah. It has to be. It has to be. Are you? <laughs> out. Get out. Yeah. No. Leave. <laughs> no. yeah. Um, yeah, Jaws just missed because. Just because I. Oh, I don't know why it missed because I actually think. Fuck, man. I don't know. Between this and my number one, it's like, ask me on any day which I prefer more and it will flip back and forth. I love these two movies. But. You, you guys have all heard me preach Jaws so if many anyone hasn't pick an episode pick an episode honestly you, it'd be very rare that we haven't spoken Jaws I don't yeah. miss a beat yeah it's my second favourite film of all time I won't miss a beat to talk Jaws guys go see Jaws I've spoken about it enough on this episode I won't go into it again but it's such a fucking perfect movie it really is alright number one well we're talking animals we're talking about the animal led Jungle Book is that where you were going or you weren't going there fuck I left it off oh fuck where were you going Jurassic Park I was tempted and I'm like I, I wasn't sh- obviously Shit. they are animals and I was like do we do we not yeah. 
fucking Jungle Book's fucking worthy, man. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Okay, I, I was tempted though with Jungle Book. I wasn't. And when you said King Kong and the dinosaurs, I was like, okay, but you know, we were talking a giant ape. But, but I was like, do we count the dinosaurs? Obviously, they are. Animals. They are animals, but yeah. If we're what? counting Planet of the Apes, we're counting Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Science helped. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still animals. Yeah, yeah. True. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go first. The Jungle Book. I mean, if we're going to talk about... The only thing that let me down with The Jungle Book was King Louis and the... Oh, yeah. That part was a major letdown. I just don't know why it was changed so much. But to have recreated what they have in CG, the boys it's they... ridiculous. Give, like, this kid, that, give him a fucking Oscar is one thing in itself. Neil City. But... Favreau <laughs> Favreau dude wow right you created magic there my friend you create like and it's one of those things we can all fuck about with certain things that have alright Beauty and the Beast you can back it's a bit more tricky but it's Cinderella there's the classics of Disney in animation and then it's the Jungle Book you're like are you sure are you sure you want to go there? <laughs> I know it's your favourite. <laughs> I've got you on podcast record saying it's your favourite, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, yeah, this has been. They've redone it in a way that was. I thought the way that they took so many things from the original, but also. Added it Deviated own, yeah. a bit. Like the ending with Shere Khan didn't have the uh, the condors, but it had. It was just as powerful you know I love the way that they took what seemed to be just the throwaway line from the King Louis song you know give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you and they turned it into something yeah. quite yeah. essential so the people who are oh that wasn't Jungle Book I'm like then you weren't a big Jungle Book fan because that was big time Jungle Book and it was so detailed in what it was doing yeah. that unless you were a hardcore fan you would have missed a lot of it even the way that at the Disney castle in the title intro and then it panned out and you had that na 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 yeah 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 that music I was like that's jungle yeah. yeah and that's the thing it, it was it was it it respected the original and made of it what it wanted to for itself you yeah. know there are certain parts that are missing I always say I miss the elephants you know or as you, even going back to I the, like the way they develop Shere Khan more but this is it the, the, where, what one of the missing? few times you'll hear me say you just done good because you didn't see him because <laughs> yeah, you didn't see him he's got a good voice <laughs> that's it's true like, though that means that's a pure hate like, no, no, like he's yeah. the elephant man or some shit like Idris Elba by no means is he a terrible like looking mad like oh no you know, it, 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 it's to be envied no, he's know, a handsome but, cat yeah, yeah but yeah nah the jungle book was phenomenal you you, you were like yep yeah, yeah. I can understand and you know when and in, in an era where there was Mobley as well you're like yeah that's why you went to Netflix that's why you went to Netflix yeah you couldn't you couldn't they knew you couldn't compete they knew I have a feeling Circus showed that to the Warner Brothers execs and they were like oh shit yeah. Not bad, no, but no, this no, isn't no. it. But do you know, it's like there's those little mermaids that are coming out, and there's one that's there that no one's even cared about. And yeah. It's meant to be the main one coming, and you just know you could be the shit one and outdo, but you can't, you can't have something like that and then go, so here's here's what I made. Yeah, you should have made it earlier. Like, really? If, if it came up first, 
But I always say I always feel like a BBC series when I watch that. You, if you'd made yeah. that a BBC series, it wouldn't be so bad. But yeah. Do you know actually? Um, CinemaCon in Las Vegas was just this last week. Okay. And all the major studios. They, and this is related to what you said about Favreau. Like, oh my god, right? And you know he's now doing The Lion King, right? Um, so Disney. I watched all of them. Um, Disney were very interesting because whereas people like Warner Brothers, Paramount to a degree were a bit guilty of this, Universal less so, but most of the studios, their big gimmick was don't show much, but come out and show off all the stars that they've got affiliated with them. And this, I think, shows how much Disney have got the finger on the pulse. You and me have said for ages that stars aren't really what sell movies anymore. Very, very few actors have that sort of, oh my God, they're in it, I'm seeing it. DiCaprio, Bale... Tom Hardy, um, for, uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah. You've got, you could probably count them on two hands, the actors who, ah, they're in it, I'm seeing it. Yeah. You know? Um, most of the time, it's not the actors who bring in the, the jaw anymore. It's the nostalgia and it's the, or it's the interest in the project overall, even without nostalgia. Disney have obviously got that. The first thing they did is they came out and they were like, no Star Wars footage. And people were like, what? And they were like, it's Star Wars Celebration literally next weekend. Like, it's like, you know that this weekend they're going to drop the title, the fucking first trailer. It's all going to come out any moment now. In fact, it may be out now. I'm going to check in a second. (laughs) Um, But they showed 17 minutes of Toy Story 4. Um, The guy who was uh, uh, Andrew Stanton, who's now the head of Pixar, he came out and said something very interesting, which I think you'll be interested, because we've both been for ages like, oh, it's like the perfect end, right, Toy Story. He came out and said, no, that wasn't the end. That was the end of Andy's story. We've got many stories to tell in this world. And the way he phrased it, I was like, I'm not against that. Yeah. So, now, why am I talking about it, it, all no, this that, on that, this that, podcast? That just kind of scared me that they might have been looking to go further than four. But anyway, yeah. They will be. Okay. They will be. Um, eventually, they're not going to be able to because Tim Allen and Tom Hanks aren't going to be around. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, oh, sad days. Oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, but, essentially what happened, they showed a bit of Toy Story. They showed um, some Avengers stuff. Um, there's a rumour that they showed some Spider-Man stuff but I didn't see that with my own eyes and they showed a few minutes of The Lion King and I could hear you could see everyone's reactions like for a Toy Story and Endgame it's like well you know it looks good and the scene that they showed from The Lion King was Mufasa talking to Simba going uh, look Simba everything the light touches is our kingdom you know that iconic moment right and it was frame for frame like oh my fucking god and as I was watching this I could feel myself tearing up a bit it it hit me in a way that I was like whoa man and then Zazu came in voiced by John Oliver and he and I thought this is going to be a hard act to follow after Rowan perfect Zazu anything to report with the orangutans yes sire they're positively going ape for the idea you know and then it cut and the whole audience went no like there was a resounding sound in the cinema of people going ah more 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 
He's fucking done it again, mate. Good. He's done it again, and I think this is gonna hit the two billion club. Oh yeah, I, I have a feeling. I think old and new people are dying for this film. If you told me, if you asked me, what's more likely to hit two billion? From what I saw at CinemaCon, Avengers or Lion King? I'm gonna say Lion King. Wow. I mean it. It was that fucking perfect. I, w- I think they might both do it though. Oh yeah. So do I. But yeah, if yeah, I had yeah. to pick, pick one, one, Lion King. Wow. I think the Lion King's going to enter... But Lion King ep- has a wider audience, for sure. For sure. And I also think Lion King's going to enter episode 7 territory, where it does 200 million opening weekend. <sighs> Heard it here first. Yeah. That's I think nice it's going to be... Nice call. That's a nice call. I think it's going to do 200 million opening uh, I'd weekend. Be happy for, I'd be happy for Lion King. In, Fucking deserve mate. In general, I'd be happy for Lion Do you have anything King. to add on The Jungle Book? No, I, I, it was just a unique visual. It was visual dreams in your face, like wow. You've heard me say it before, and I will say it once again, and I will continue to say it. The Jungle Book, along with Avatar, is the most important groundbreaking CGI movie that has ever been made. Yeah, yeah. Until the Lion King comes along. But yeah, yeah. This Fact. is it. this is this is it. This is it. I think it'll be very interesting. But as well as being CGI important, I'm going to throw my number one in there. The one that went against CGI and what helps it look so timeless. I'll give it that. So much, right? Fuck CGI. We're going to do practical effects. We're going to build these fuckers like, okay. Jurassic Park. My third favourite film of all time. I mean, also my first cinema experience. So I've I've got such a soft spot for this film. But yeah, the story of John Hammond. A billionaire who decides to bring dinosaurs back. So much dead. money you're bringing back dinosaurs. That's, that's crazy money. Mm. When you actually know that's the first time I've ever thought of it that way. That's cray cray money. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, just gonna open a theme park. Dinosaurs. I can afford it. There's a motherfucking T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's. Th- I think Spielberg growing up must have had the same amazement for dinosaurs that everyone else did because the way he captured certain moments and made the audience get the feels of yeah fuck like that's a dinosaur man the way it starts and then pulls back yeah the first time you see that brachiosaurus and just that and then the way Grant turns around and looks at the water and it's like they're moving in herds they do move in herds like everything he's yeah, given his yeah. life to vindicated in that moment and he's like how do you do that I'll show you it's just uh, goosebumps look fucking genuine goosebumps um, just everything every dramatic note in that movie hits the right level I mean and enter the raptors man I mean those fucking raptors I mean I know I know your kryptonites the Dilophosaurus but fuck that shit but yeah <laughs> no, but the, rap, the raptors are no, they're, they're tense moments though they really tense, are tense moments within the and, and I still go back to that scene where Muldoon's hiding that one raptor off in the distance and then that raptor appears next to his face and almost smiles and he yeah, just yeah. says clever girl yeah, knowing yeah, that he's yeah, fucked yeah, yeah. what a great way to go out Clever girl, you know it's got me. such a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, you got me. Well played. 
Yeah. Surrender. Surrender. You <laughs> second win. surrender is like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not even going to try and accept, turn. You got Accepted me. fate. <laughs> accepted fate. But what a great way to sum that up, right? Yeah. The animal that you think you know so well has now outsmarted you. Like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> next thing. What's next? They're going to open doors. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do that too. <laughs> or, or, or that fucking scream they do. <laughs> Hate them. Love them, hate them. Yeah, should have been in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Villains, villains. He loves to hate for sure. <laughs> right, let's rush more this bad boy. Okay, so Jungle Book and Jurassic Park, I think, are two no groundbreaking moments in the history of. So it should animals. be one or the other then, by that definition. Well, no, one's for CG, one's for technical. They're both technical. CG is technical, of course it is. <laughs> we, could, we could go harsh but let's, let's go see, harsh let, 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 let's, let's table that argument let, let, for now let's see who, who needs to be eliminate I mean what what comes up in, in the grand argument for it to be so okay so in terms of animal movies I think we can talk the technical achievements right and for that we've got the likes of Jurassic Park and Jungle but vying for that spot now you can agree or disagree with that I'm breaking this down I also think kind of the hallmarks of, a, of an animal movie is having a B-movie element to it having something inherently cheesy so are we leaning with Anaconda in that? Cause I, I think Anaconda that would... Congo Lake Placid something a bit cheesy and I'm sure there were Cujo yeah, yeah. Cujo is all sorts of B-movie um, right? yeah I, I would personally if I had to go into that territory would lean more to Anaconda. I wouldn't argue that. I, I think that's what I would go with. In the B-movie territory, I would do that. Cool. So, maybe that's B-movie covered then. I'd also say animal movies are there to make you feel good. There is the family... I was going to say family, family element. Fun. So you've got Homer Bound, you've got Babe, you've got Beethoven. Yeah. There is Marley and Me as well. There's Marley and Me. I think Marley and Me. If if I had to, like Beethoven is the traditional family fun, but Marley and Me got me at a grown age, man. I was like, see, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna fight for Babe on that one. So we're playing the what I haven't seen versus what you haven't seen. Correct. Where so we could set a lot of debate time. We your could. favorite. Yeah, but this one's very hard. But it's about selling, isn't it? Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Marley, Marley. we don't have all that long to die we really don't have all that long to do this Marley and Me is a complete journey you can't get Marley and Me to babe they just coined on the franchise um, that, that's part of, that's part of my it is babe too but I'm, I'm just I'm just Marley and Me was literally from the beginning I'm not arguing babe too I'm arguing Marley babe, no I'm just saying Marley and Me I, it's so hard I can't dismiss it when they might have the exact same I can dismiss it based on something that you've said because you've said a huge crux of Marley and me is the human interaction which again for me in what sense in the sense that this is about a married couple who by chance have a dog and no, 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 it's reinvents himself by being a reporter it, by writing no, 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 it and being it was, inspired it was, by this dog so it's a human but, story not an animal story Babe is all about the little piggy it's all about the little piggy and his mama doggy it's and about how he herds sheep. Well, it's, it's animal, so, animal, it's, animal. It's animal based, isn't it? Because you can remove the. And the title of the podcast is. Fuck you. Oh, that's next week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mine's more animal than yours. But then we could go home with that. 
we could go Homeward Bound. I wouldn't fight you on Homeward Bound. Which, in that case, I... I Babe came higher than Homeward Bound for me. <laughs> By one. By one. And, I... and you had Homeward Bound in the same position as me. Homeward Bound was on both of our lists, so I could actually give you Homeward Bound. Yeah, I will go Homeward Bound. Nothing against Babe, but I have to see it before I could really satisfy and say yeah. You need to see Braveheart first. One B at a time. Cool. Yeah. If it was alphabetical, it would technically be big, but we could have that way. Thanks, AJ. That was insightful. I thought I would. Fuck! Right, um. Fuck a Jurassic Park Jungle Book, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park, no, because we're literally yeah, out of yeah. time. Jura- right, I'm not even going to do the Mount Rushmore thing, can we just do this? Go. Alright, Jurassic Park. Yep. Jungle Book. Homeward Bound. Anaconda. That's the one. There's your animal movies. Enjoy aliens. I'm sorry I'm cutting this short, but we're about to be cut short on studio time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm the one in J. He's Nick. Bye. Bye. <laughs>